0: Welcome to Animalia, a podcast all about making it easy and inclusive to learn about this big, beautiful planet, the life we share it with, and how to protect it. Well, hello. This is the five-minute summary version of our episode about decarbonizing our electricity grid and the policy changes we need to get there. If you're interested in this topic or curious about any of the points raised in this abbreviated version, please go check out the full episode posted just before it. Joining me for this chat today is Dylan Leezus, who works for a U.S. congressman and focuses a lot of his work on energy policy. It's a really important topic because decarbonizing our electricity is probably the single most important thing we can do to address the climate crisis. Electricity already is responsible for as much as 33% of our emissions here in the U.S. And this is only going to increase as more and more industries go electric. From transportation, to artificial intelligence, to finance. And for all industries and businesses trying to get to net zero and decarbonize, well, they need their electricity provider to do the same to get there.
1: Even talk about data centers, uh, the the tech revolution. Uh, If we're going to make autonomous vehicles, right? Um, Every single vehicle in America needs to be able to memorize all of the roads and have computing systems that can drive them around safely. Um, That's going to take a massive amount of data. Um, And uh, the Internet of Things, 5G, all of this sort of stuff is just going to require an incredible amount of data. And data centers are some of the biggest energy hogs out there. Um, So just in that sector alone, we're going to need to to increase dramatically the amount of electricity we produce, um, not only for the electrical needs, but for HVAC cooling, et cetera, et cetera. the Best estimates I saw have been that in order to electrify all of transportation and to electrify most of buildings and industry that we know how to at the moment, you're probably going to need to either double or triple your electrical output from the grid.
0: So, given the urgency to decarbonize our grid, how would Dylan grade our efforts here in the U.S. so far in doing so?
1: Um orally um, <laughs> are we?
0: Uh, are we? Yeah, we got a D minus,
1: maybe. <laughs> hope, hopefully, in the next few weeks, we'll, we'll have a better grade. Um, uh, but I think, um, yeah, we're not failing. We're not failing. Uh, but you know, we're not getting into Harvard with our grades. Um, I think, um, you know, there's a lot. Again, there's a lot of different factors that go into into decarbonizing the grid. And, and frankly, it's it's a regional issue, it's a markets issue, it's a technological issue. Um, uh, you know, I think an extension of the, the tax credits will, will be helpful, but I think we need to um, there needs to be a stronger push uh, to to really incentivize utilities to to, to make these changes.
0: In the full episode, Dylan breaks down the business models of utilities and how that system works. In discussing it with him, he feels the models in place today are actually the right ones. We just need better policy to push the right incentives and for renewable costs to continue to come down. And in the case of wind and solar, to improve their storage capacity so that they can compete in these markets with fossil fuels.
1: Frankly, I think, I think the energy market... Um, system that we have works really well um, to produce low-cost electricity for people, which is also a big key to this, right? Um, you know, people talk about environmental justice and, and all that, and you know, at the same time, we need to keep electricity rates affordable for people. Absolutely. Um, and so, I think that the that that market system we have set up is ideal. I think what it needs to be paired with. Is federal policy that says, like a clean clean electricity standard that says all of your power will be clean by X date with certain implementation dates along the way.
0: One of the key factors in decarbonizing our grid is going to be embracing nuclear energy, something Dylan and I discussed
1: in detail. You know, nuclear, frankly, right, they solve pretty much all of the problems when you're talking about carbon dioxide reduction, when you're talking about carbon reduction nuclear is like the perfect tool. It produces baseload power, it produces a ton of power, and it produces zero carbon emissions power, right? You can talk about the environmental concerns fair, especially on the handling and removal, which also plays into the cost piece because we don't have a long-term storage solution at the moment. Um, And so a lot of these nuclear power plants are basically paying to store their spent fuel on site or somewhere else.
0: As a reminder, countries like France that have been investing in nuclear exponentially more than the U.S. in recent decades have already reached a 90 percent reusability rate of, say, nuclear fuel. So there are steps to be made on this front. All right, well, that's it for this short summary. Again, if you're interested in this topic and want to hear more, please go and check out the full episode. Thanks for supporting Animalia, this big beautiful planet, and all the incredible life on.